This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. President and Mrs. Trump test positive for coronavirus. The president's physician says the first couple is well at this time. Campaign events canceled. We have first of what could be many October surprises. Alarming spike in military suicide. Who's going to be able to say, hey, I think you need some help. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. President Trump says he's tested positive for the coronavirus. First Lady Melania Trump has it too. The news broke overnight just hours after it was revealed. Mr. Trump's top aide, Hope Hicks, tested positive. Here's CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed. Whether we have it, I, I don't know. Just hours before the shocking diagnosis, President Trump revealed he and the First Lady had been tested for COVID after Hope Hicks contracted the virus. I just heard about this. She tested positive. She wears masks a lot, but she tested positive. A senior administration official tells CBS News Hicks tested negative for COVID Wednesday morning, but then developed symptoms and tested positive. And then the president boarded Air Force One again to attend an indoor fundraiser in New Jersey. And just hours before the president tested positive, he made this declaration. The end of the pandemic is in sight. CBS's Dr. David Agus on the medical outlook for the president. He's overweight and he's over 70 years of age. And so the treatments at this point in general are supportive care. Remdesivir if he gets symptomatic, dexamethasone if he has significant pulmonary symptoms. Social media has been filled with reaction from everyday people and those closest to the president. CBS's Matt Piper. Vice President Mike Pence tweets, Karen and I send our love and prayers to our dear friends. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany also took to Twitter to say the strength of the entire country is with the president and first lady. Melania Trump tweeted in part, please be sure you are staying safe and we will all get through this together. I'm Elaine Cobb in Paris. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson tweeted his best wishes to President Trump and the first lady, wishing them a speedy recovery. He was the first world leader to be hospitalized with COVID-19. Russian President Vladimir Putin sent a telegram saying he hoped the president's inherent vitality, good spirits and optimism would help him cope. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington. The president was to travel today to Florida and tomorrow to Wisconsin where COVID cases are spiking, but all of his travel has for the foreseeable future been scrapped. A letter from the president's physician says he and Melania Trump will both remain at the White House, quote, during their convalescence. 
CBS News political correspondent Ed O'Keefe. The Biden campaign has been incredibly vigilant about the pandemic. Rarely holds events. They're very small. Everyone who goes into them has their temperature taken. It's limited his exposure across the country. Some say that's a smart thing. Others say he's potentially putting his ability to win the race at risk. 32 days to go in this election, and many Americans are already voting. All of these overnight developments put everything in flux. Mr. Trump's diagnosis figures to alter things in the campaign's final weeks. Political scientist David McEwen at Sonoma State University in California. It does change the nature of the debates that are on the 15th and the 22nd. It puts a lot more emphasis on the vice presidential debate, which is next week. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. This is a time for maximum transparency from this White House about this issue, about what happened and what the president's condition is on a day to day basis to reassure our friends and also to send a very strong signal to our foes that the president can carry out the business of the presidency and the work of the U.S. government under his watch goes on. The news about the president's COVID diagnosis rattled overseas financial markets. The price of oil fell. The outlook is for a lower opening this morning on Wall Street. CBS's Meg Oliver has more on the worsening virus situation in Wisconsin, one of the places that was on Mr. Trump's campaign schedule. Inside the ICU at Aspirus Hospital in Wausau, Wisconsin, the number of COVID patients is growing fast. Their health system saw a 30% jump in COVID patients in a single day, according to CEO Matthew Haywood. This is just the beginning of us having two or three months of this. 82% of all hospital beds in the state are full after new COVID cases more than doubled over the last month. Hours before he revealed his positive COVID test, President Trump was on Fox News, where after days of hedging about white supremacists, he said this. I condemn the KKK. I condemn all white supremacists. I condemn the Proud Boys. Mr. Trump seemed to encourage the Proud Boys, who have been labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, during his debate. Later, he said he didn't know who they were. Fire officials in Northern California say more evacuations may be necessary in wine country beset by wildfires. Winds that picked up yesterday are expected to remain strong today. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott has ordered dozens of mail-in ballot drop-off points closed in the state, limiting them to one per county. Affected most are major cities seen as Democratic strongholds. Dana Debovoir is the Travis County clerk in Austin. It was intended to be disruptive, and it is. I intend to see what I can do to challenge the governor's order on this and protect voters' rights. In an open letter, 1,600 former Justice Department attorneys expressed concern that Attorney General Barr is using the power of the department to help President Trump win re-election. It cites statements he's made about mail-in ballots and the Russia investigation. Well, the military says suicides have increased this year during the pandemic. Pentagon correspondent David Martin. Staff Sergeant Jason Lowe was a paratrooper with the elite 82nd Airborne. In August, he took his own life, leaving his heartbroken father struggling for answers. Not an indication, one, anything was wrong. Jason Lowe was one of 15 suicides at Fort Bragg this year part of an alarming 30% spike in suicides among all active duty soldiers. We decided to take action. General Joseph Martin is the Army's vice chief of staff. Everybody's got a breaking point. The question is, who's going to be able to see when we're getting close to that breaking point and say, I think you need some help? This year at Fort Bragg, three times more soldiers have died by suicide than were killed by the enemy.
A Kentucky judge has ordered grand jury tapes in the Breonna Taylor case to be released in a few hours. A two-day delay was granted to protect the personal information of witnesses. 25 years ago, the O.J. Simpson verdict. The prosecution presented what it called overwhelming evidence. He killed Nicole Brown and Ronald Goldman. The defense countered by challenging the police investigation and suggesting race played a role. The most memorable moment came when prosecutors had Simpson try on a bloody glove. Simpson said it didn't fit. Simpson's attorney, Johnny Cochran, told jurors... If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. When the verdict was announced, jury up to 150 million people watched. Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime. Much of the country, though, disagreed, and today... I don't think, even 25 years later, anyone has changed their mind. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. A federal judge has temporarily lifted a visa ban on a large number of work permits. This undercuts a measure the Trump administration says will protect American jobs in an economy wounded by the pandemic. The action applies to hundreds of thousands of members of organizations that sued the administration, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce among them. NASA's latest gadget is bound for the bathroom, one that's far above planet Earth. You can call this a throne for sure. NASA is testing out its first space toilet in decades. The $23 million titanium toilet is at the International Space Station before it's shipped out. As the older toilets cater more toward men, this one will be geared toward women with a tilted seat that's slightly taller. The new shape also helps astronauts position themselves better number two. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. That's the World News Roundup. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. 
and you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.